Hello everybody, this is the House of Darkner. Welcome to a new episode of Jive Talk. Y'all don't hear, but the wind is picking up for some weird reason around my house. And it's a nice sunny day, that's what's weird about it. It's like, it's like, it, I don't know what, like, it's like the weather doesn't know what it wants to be. But, welcome, welcome to another Friday. Um, let's talk about some stuff. Or, or, or let's, let's Jive Talk it, I guess it should be better. Let's... Let's let's because the stuff is somebody else. That's that that's his thing. But let, let's let's talk about some let's talk some jive about some things. So um, right out the gate, I just want to say big ups to Infinity War. You know, over a billion dollars in eleven days. That's ridiculous. I think they were saying that this movie might try might hit two billion. We'll see what happens. If it does, it's great. If it doesn't, it doesn't matter. They did it anyways. It's still a fantastic movie. I saw it already for my second time uh, a couple of days ago with the family. And they weren't prepared. I already seen saw the movie, and I still wasn't ready. <laughs> so it's it's still a it still is a great movie, and leaves people wanting more. And 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 we have to wait a whole year now, guys. So exciting, exciting, exciting. And, and if I, I'm gonna say it again. If you guys want, I have a review on my YouTube channel about it, spoiler free. But if you want spoilers, I did a episode with Ian from the Stuff Podcast about it. We didn't spoil everything, but we did spoil some stuff, so just be warned. Um, what other stuff that we saw that has popped up online? Oh, so Disney Marvel has made it, are, are talking about the future. I mean, obviously they're talking about after Avengers 4, what their next step is going to be. And they're saying that they're looking at maybe starting a new franchise that's outside of the Avengers, and that's not, not that they're not going to go back to the Avengers, like, I guess, story arc. But they want to do other franchises outside of the Avengers, which I think is smart. I think it's a very good idea. I think they should focus on other, either other, not only other characters, but other teams. There are plenty of other teams in the Marvel Universe that exist, not just the Avengers. I mean, and, we, and anyone says Avengers West Coast, you just slap in the mouth. You know what I mean. You know, but I'm just saying, like, we already talked about the Star Jammers once before. There's the Nova Corps. Uh, we have, obviously, the X-Men, the Fantastic Four. I mean, there's the New Warriors, which I, I think the, either New Warriors are going to get a series or something. But there's all, I mean, there's all these other teams that exist in the Marvel Universe that can be focused on. Now, I don't know what what future projects they have after Avengers 4, because I know Spider-Man 2 for, and for sure Guardians 3. But after that, I have, and, and, and Black Panther, you know, 2. But other than that, I have no idea... What other stuff they're talking, they're working. I know, I know there have been hints about wanting to do Nova Corps. Uh, I know there's other things they want to, they want to bring out. But I just, I'm, I'm curious to see what franchises they want to focus on. And I'm excited because, like, like we've mentioned before, at this point, they can, they can do whatever they want. <laughs> Especially after Avengers Four, when Avengers Four, fin- you know, finishes off Phase Three of the MCU, they can do whatever they want at this point. So I am curious to see what their focus on going to be on this time. So what team would you guys want? What team would you guys want them to do? Or, or new franchise do you want them to focus on for the MCU? You know, what, what, you know, instead of not, not I don't want to say recycling, but what new, new characters do you want them to bring out? I mean, we've already got all the other ones that currently exist. You know, they're going to be making their comebacks. But what new, like, never-been-done characters? We, you know, like, I mean, the fact that Captain Marvel's thing means that they're touching other stuff. Once again, maybe we should do a, I mean, Sp- Spider-Woman, there's 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 the Marvel Knights, there's, I mean, there's so many characters in the, in, in the Marvel Universe itself 
they can do. The possibilities are really big. So it, that's kind of exciting. So the fact that they're talking about doing another franchise, like team franchise, or even a franchise in general that's outside the Avengers, is good. And it's smart. But that means that they want to progress not and not just hold on to the one thing that always works. They want to do other stuff, too. That's good. That's what we want. That's what we want. We want variety. That's what we want. So I'm very excited about that. Um, what else? Did, what else did I see that's happening? Uh, mm, actually, I don't know. Oh, I did see the confirmation that the Sherlock Holmes three is happening. That Robert Downey Jr. is in, Jude Law's in, so they're going to be working on on that, which is exciting. I think that movie's supposed to come out twenty twenty. That's the plan. So I'm like, yay, that's good. So I think we're, I think that's, it's such a, Robert Downey Jr. as Sherlock Holmes was like a fantastic casting call, especially after his, his fantastic performance as, as Tony Stark, when they, when they announced he was playing Sherlock, I go, yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense, that makes sense, so, I think it's a, I think it's a, it's a good, it's a good, uh, that we've seen progression of that character some more, especially after, what was the last movie called? I almost called it Web of, Web of Shadows. <laughs> That's not what it's called. Uh, I forget. I forget Sherlock Holmes 2. I, I saw it, but I forget what it's called. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be cool to see, especially if, like, the way they ended the last movie. It's going to be nice to have that character back. Um, I, <laughs> I was having a conversation with my sister about Venom, the movie. And my sister proceeded to get all Twitter painted over Tom Hardy being playing Eddie Brock. Not because he's playing Eddie Brock, but because he's Tom Hardy. Oh, she's like, oh, my man, Tom Hardy's going to be in the movie. Oh, you know I'm going to see it. Ho, 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 cuckoo, cuckoo. I'm like, oh, my God. So, and it made me think. I just, <laughs> Because... It was, I had the same response with people, with, 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 specifically with women, uh, outside of, you know, about Jason Momoa playing Aquaman, and not focus on the fact that it was Justice League, it was just the fact that, oh my god, Jason Momoa, my man's in Justice League, you know, we're gonna go see some Justice League with some my man, Jason Momoa, no shirt on, cuckoo, cuckoo, I'm like, I don't know why I keep saying cuckoo, cuckoo, but it just, it, it just fits into the, the weirdness coming out of the folks' mouths. So, it just makes me, and I go like, that's not why you go see Justice League. Or is it, or, or, or the question is, is that why you go see Justice League? I mean, I know as a comic book guy and an all-around nerd, aesthetics are very important. Especially when it comes to costumes, the look of characters, how they act. It's very, very important. But, is you know, is that more important than good story? I, I just, I'm, I'm very, because how much is percentage-wise is it? Because I feel like while all the characters should look like the character in the comic books or in the books and stuff like that, if the if the story is crap, if the movie is crap, it doesn't matter how good these characters look. <laughs> BVS, you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta make this, you gotta make the, you get, the movie has to work. The story has to make sense. It's gotta flow. It's gotta be right. No matter how good these characters... Now, I'm not saying it should... You know, the character, you know... Steve Buscemi should play, like, Adonis. Because it doesn't make... That wouldn't make sense. Cause, or, or, or or Sandra Bernhardt should have played Wonder Woman. I'm not saying that. But I am saying that while the looks are, are... Do play a part in these characters being portrayed well... 
in a movie. At the same time, you have to have good actors, you have to have good writing, you have to have good production in order for that movie to be to be great, not just because the characters look good. You know, so all my Tom Hardy, Jason Momoa, Goo Goo I, Chris Hemsworth lover. I mean, I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying that I didn't have, I didn't, I didn't have my favorites, and I, you know, I didn't say, I'm not saying that when Gal Gadot played Wonder Woman, and when I walked away from BVS, I was like, all right, she's she's now officially on my skinny girl crush list, saying with with Zoe Saldana because of, uh, you know, I'm not saying that that's not a thing. I'm not saying looks aren't important, and especially when you're playing very specific characters. I'm just saying it's it should not lead a conversation and every every conversation about a movie should not be all about oh I see how good she looked in that movie <laughs> it should never always it shouldn't it shouldn't always be about that it should be about the movie was good because not only did the characters look good but the movie was done well they have the interaction with the characters the story was really good plot made sense all that stuff but then again I'm a nerd so that's that's probably why that matters to me and being a guy who who writes stories and stuff my characters and and their and their interactions are super important to me, not just how they look. I'm, it is important, but I think my it, it all. I don't know. My percentage is it's fifty fifty in my percentage. I don't know how it is the rest of you guys. So let me know what you guys' percentage is on stuff like that. Uh, what else popped up? I saw. Oh, so apparently. There's, it's a rumor. So I, I I didn't know if that was official or not about Ben Affleck actually walking away from playing Batman, and but apparently, apparently that's official. I, I maybe that's been official for a while. I, I haven't been paying attention, but I, I think they're saying that Flashpoint, the Flash movie they're going to do, has been scrapped, or it's it's rumored to be done. Uh, no, is they're no longer doing it. It's rumored to be scrapped because. Of Bat- ben Affleck like stepping down as Batman, which I'm like curious why he did that. And I-, I read that they're saying because of the backlash of of Suicide Squad and BVS as as part of the reason like folks are like backing away from doing some of these films. And I'm like, <sighs> I was talking to Ian from the Stuff Podcast. He's like, good, give up after Infinity War. You can't do anything else. I is that's I- I'm not saying give. I feel like you should still try. Don't give up, because if, you know, my, my, my books didn't, like, sell great, but it hasn't stopped me from writing. I don't get, I don't get thousands of views on my YouTube channel, but I still make videos. You know what I mean? I'm like, I, I don't have a million subscribers, but I still do stuff. I'm just saying, I understand why they want, they want to hold back, and maybe they're going back to the drawing board of what, how to do the DCEU. I don't know. But for them to back out on Flashpoint because they, they, they lost... I mean, I think it, it is important to make sure your one of your main characters is, is there, so that is important, but... I don't know. I, I, I don't want D, I don't want Warner Brothers DC to give up on trying to give us good movies. I just want them to try harder. <laughs> That's all I want them to do. Just try harder. That's all I ask. So, I don't know if it's true or not that they're not going to do Flashpoint. I, I saw that online that it's a rumor... How do you guys feel about Ben Affleck just like just walking away from the Batman character? He didn't play him long enough. I mean, I don't know. I think I mean, granted, Ke- Michael Keaton only did two movies. Christian Bale did three, and technically he did three movies. He did he he appeared in Suicide Squad, and he did BVS and Justice League. So maybe that maybe that's enough for him. Maybe he was that's enough for him. Although he was supposed to be directing and starring in the Batman, 
But like he backed out of being the director, and now he's backing out of being the character. So I don't know. Maybe he maybe he is just done with it. Maybe the backlash on these movies is too much for him. You know, I get it. Uh, you when you work really hard on something, and all people want to do is hit you with negative. I understand. But at the same time, are you surprised? You're these are iconic characters. This is like you can't just walk in and hope that you everything you do is just going to be not be scrutinized by these huge fans. So I get it, but at the same time, I understand why he want, will walk, want to walk away, because that's, you know, playing these iconic characters is, is kind of a hard life, because you get judged on everything you do. You really do. So, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Not you, Ian, because I already know how you feel about it, but the rest of you guys, how do you feel about them not doing Flashpoint, or the rumor about them not doing Flashpoint? How do you feel about Ben Affleck walking away from, you know, the mantle of the Batman, and who do you want to take over? I know they had that whole rumor about Jake Gyllenhaal playing Batman, but he already confirmed that he's not hes not doing it. So who do you want to take over as a Batman? You give, me, give, me, give me your thoughts and comments on that, because I'd be curious to know, because I don't know anybody at this point. I, you know what would be funny? It wouldn't surprise me if Christian Bale came back and did it again, because he liked that character way too much. that he was so, He didn't want anyone else playing it. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, they'll fi- they'll figure this out. And in the meantime, get, you know, finish Wonder Woman 2, because that's what we want. We want that. Give us Wonder Woman 2. Um, I know they're talking about doing a Harley Bird of Prey type movie, like where she's like with a bunch of other like female characters and running around doing shenanigans or whatever. How do you feel about that? And Margot Robbie was talking about that. So, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about a Birds of Prey movie? Do, do you think we need to wait until we have characters introduced before we do Birds of Prey? Are they going to do that just like they did BVS and Justice League? Just introduce characters and then do solos afterwards. So how do you feel about that as well? Let me know. Let me know. Um, so I'm going to take this time to respond to a request I, <laughs> I got on Facebook about doing an episode of Jive Talk on this movie. I had a message sent to me as, Hey David, have you ever done a Jive Talk episode about The Last Jedi? I'm like, no, I've never actually, I, I don't have an official Jive Talk episode about Star Wars The Last Jedi. I have a review I did of The Last Jedi on my YouTube channel, so go check that out, a House of Darkness Last Jedi review. That was spoiler free. This one, just to let you guys know, on Jive Talk, I spoil, and we're gonna, no, maybe not, that's not true, I don't spoil stuff, but the movie came out in December, we're in, we're in, going into the middle of May, so y'all have time to go see Last Jedi. So, I'm going to give you my 100% feeling about The Last Jedi on Jive Talk. Maybe this is going to be a thing where, like, I do, like, a spoiler-free review on there. Then after a while, if someone wants me to do a review on Jive Talk, this is where I give you my 100% feeling. Because when you're doing reviews, sometimes you got to be a little more diplomatic. Even though I still talked about how I felt, I, I was very, I still was disappointed in it. And I said how I felt. I didn't, I didn't go, like, full, full, like full, like, House of Darkness mode on it, so, in Jive Talk, we talk about, we, we, we talk about stuff, we're gonna talk about this, here's my problem with Last Jedi, you, they, I feel like Ryan Johnson did ruin years of storyline, years of storyline, and we're not talking about just, like, stuff that was built in Episode 7, I'm talking about stuff that was built since Episode 4, Last Jedi was the anti-Star Wars of Star Wars, now, here's the thing I'll give Ryan Johnson credit for. He tried to be different. Because Star Wars has a very specific formula. I understand. And we all see it. It's very specific. 
And that's, and, and that's supposed to exist. That's fine. There's a flow chart. I get that. George Lucas established that. So for him to go different is fine, because I will go different. I'm like, no, nah, I'll do it like this. However, you have decades of fans and decades of story that you have to follow through on. And his stank behind didn't do it. Because he just wanted to be different. I felt like he 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 spat on the legacy of Luke. He spat on the legacy of Star Wars in general. I felt like when he... Like, I understand that at this point you're passing the torch. You know, you're establishing new characters, a new universe. I mean, the fact that they did it 30 years after Episode 6 means you're, you're trying to start a new universe. You know, for younger kids, for, for newer fans... I'm all about that. That's why you brought in Ray. That's why, you know, Poe's a character, BB-8, uh, Finn. This is the new young, this is the new new team for the younger, for the new younger audience. And I'm not that old. I'm only like, I'm going to be 38 in July, but I understand, I grew up on 4, 5, and 6. So I understand that there's going to be a lot of kids who don't know 4, 5, and 6 as well. Like that whole joke in Civil War with, with Spider-Man. Say, Remember that old movie, Empire Strikes Back? There's gonna be a lot of kids like that today. That's fine because that's 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 just gonna how that's just how it's gonna be. So one, two, and three to some of these kids is their stuff. Uh, Clone Wars, Rebels. That's their new. That's their new canon. That's fine. Establish new canon. That's perfectly fine. But don't ruin the legacy of characters. Uh, Han dying in seven. While I, it was like messed up, I kind of saw it coming. The death of Luke in, in eight pissed me off because he was useless. Luke was, there was no character, nobody grew as characters. Nobody. Uh, Poe didn't grow, eh, Poe grew a little bit. Finn didn't grow at all. He was the same guy from seven to eight, which is dumb, because it, 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 it's supposed to be a progression of characters, which, that, that pissed me off. Uh, Rose was pointless. She didn't need to be there. She, she's just, she's just, she's playing, you know what she is? She's interference on the, on, on the love relationship that we want with Ray and Finn. But I hear people are like fighting for Ray and Kylo to have a thing, which I, I don't think is going to be a thing because I, I personally believe they're related still. They may not necessarily be brothers and sisters, but I feel like they're related in some way. So that relationship, they'd be weird. But, uh, I feel like that while Ro, well, Ro, Ray was really, Rose a character in my universe, by the way. Ray is, uh, I think she's a fantastic character. I feel like she didn't learn anything because everything she does just comes naturally. She just is naturally a good, you know, good character. And I felt like that's not fair. She's not, she, you're not giving her enough adversity to build off of. Um, I felt like you, we, we didn't get the legend of Luke Skywalker that we were supposed to get that with that, and that was pissed me off. Uh... I feel like that whole thing with that code breaker that Benicio Del Toro played was a waste of energy. <laughs> that literally was like, it was fluffed just to fill in story arc. And I feel like that could have been filled with something else. Like that whole scenario was just like, in all honesty, could have been like solved with a phone call. You know, and, and I, I don't know. I just feel like they did. Uh, I feel like that he purposely wrote the story to just destroy what we wanted and start from the beginning because it, it, it was you killed Luke Han's gone I mean that's not his fault I won't bring Ryan Johnson for that that's Abrams but no actually that's Harrison Ford's fault but we, Luke's gone 
uh, the resistance has is, is, is been whittled down to nothing. And according, and according to what I, I heard, that now the next movie's going to take place five years after Last Jedi. So, it's like, I feel like they're like keeping having to reset themselves in this. And I think, and I do feel, and Simon Pegg said it, that Ryan Johnson undid everything that was established in Seven. The fact that they try to act like that her, her, that Ray's parentage is no, they're a bunch of nobodies, that she shouldn't be this important if she's a bunch of is nobody. I just, there's so, there's so much buildup on, on this story. Killing Snoke for no, just, just to kill him. It was just, it was just like, ugh! You, 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 you took all this work that was made and spat on it. You literally spat on it. And it was just like, I felt very cheated. I felt cheated. Now, don't get me wrong. I had my things about Seven. I felt Seven was a recycle of Episode Four. I felt, and this time, Episode Eight, I felt like he was just like, my name is Ryan Johnson. I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> That's literally what it was. And I, and I felt like Disney, like, it was like, got to the point where it was too late. There's nothing, they're like, well, this is what we got. Just give, put it out there. <laughs> and I, I don't, I, I personally, like, I don't believe that it should be removed. Like, people were trying to petition to get this movie removed out of the canon. No, let it be. We need, we need these. We need these to, to build from. Let it be. But I feel like episode nine should help correct eight. And I feel like there should be an episode 10 finish off the story because you can't finish off the story with crap like that and it's just like it's not it doesn't it and like the fact that there's all this little in-between stuff they're talking about with certain characters oh holdo was force sensitive we would never have known that in episode eight. Oh, when ray touched fingers with with kylo she absorbed all his knowledge that's why she was able to fight the praetorians we have never we have never have known that in the movie Stop putting that stuff in books for stuff we will never know in movies. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. I, I get we want to, I get there's only so much you can put in a film, but if you're going to make things very specific, and the, and the problem was, like, they just let things happen in that movie to where it's just like, oh, okay, and people are just going to accept it. Like, Holdo? Where did she come from? She never existed until 8. She wasn't even talked about in 7, at least if she was, like, dropped, at least she was name dropped in 7, then we go, oh, okay, at least we knew she existed. That's like number one rule in writing a book. It's like in the first like 20, 30 pages, you name everybody that's going to be involved. So when when they're when you're in page one hundred and fifty, when someone says something like "who," you go back to the beginning page. Oh, they did talk about them. It's it's like that, you know. You got it. It just I feel like I don't know. I just there's a, there's a picture out there of Ryan Johnson, and they have the Infinity Gauntlet on his hand, and he says, I'm going to destroy half the Star Wars universe. And it's like, I felt like that's what he did. And, and, and the fact that he's getting, and I, and I felt like when they said that he's going to get his own movies after this, good. No, no. He should have got his own movies from the beginning. Because, take so it's away from the, the main story arc, the main canon, and let him do what he wants. You know, it's outside of what we're, what we're focusing on. We want a finished story arc of, of from episode one, you know, the trash prequels, all the way to the end of this. This is, this is a built legacy from the birth of Anakin to the, you know, the rise of the Jedi Order because of Luke. And we, we're getting none of that because Ryan Johnson decided he wanted to do whatever he wanted. And he spat on these important characters. He spat on very important legacies. He spat on years and years of hard work. Because he wanted to be different, and he was talking like, like he was like, and he said, what did they asked him like, well, aren't you concerned about like how people felt about your work? He's like, well, well, you know, when you do what you believe in, 
and and what's in your heart, you you don't have time to worry about anything else. In other words, he's saying he doesn't care. He was going to do what he wanted, and he didn't care who it affected. Now, I'm not saying there was a, there was like the whole movie was crap altogether. I'm just gonna be. I'm not saying that. I like the fight with with Kylo and and Ray fighting the the Praetorians was sick. I thought that was I thought that was awesome. <laughs> I felt like I it was just. I, in all honesty, I think, and I think when they went to that one planet with the whole casino and all the rich, you know, bourgeois people, that was nice to see. Was it necessary? No, but it was nice to see. I felt like they didn't do anything to help anybody grow. You want a broken Luke, that's fine, but let him be useful. Don't have him do one hurrah thing at the end and then die. He was useless. Luke, useless. Finn, useless. Rose, useless. Poe was half useful, but essentially he was kind of useless. <laughs> Chewy, he was just there. He didn't do anything. He made a he made a funny scene with the porgs. Or is that is that what those little creatures are called? Porgs, yes. Oh, and 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 the only person who was useful was Ray. In all honesty, Luke at the end of the entire film, and and that was half useful. It was just like oh, nobody grew. Nobody grew as characters. This movie's supposed to be based on progression. What are they going to do now? No, they know this. Luke didn't teach her nothing. She learned nothing from Luke. And now they're talking about an episode... Now, granted, those are rumors. Uh, we're not even going to address the rumors of what the plot is for episode 9. And the supposed leak information. We're not even going to address that. Because until we get like a teaser or something about episode 9, we have no idea what the direction is. We know that the director dipped out. That was supposed to do nine. They got Abrams coming back to, to, to do stuff. I want them. I literally want. This is what I want. I literally want them to do nine to correct the crap that Ryan did in eight, and I want ten to finish the story. Why are we edit? Why are we ending this huge legacy on an odd number? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's the. I don't know. Maybe that's the technically if we're if we're gonna do symmetry like Death the Kid and Soul Eater, we would end it on eight. But don't don't listen to him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. But I'm just saying, I, I feel like, yeah, he, I feel like he was, he, he was disrespectful to the universe that was Star Wars. And while I know there's people who like that movie, and if you like that movie, that's perfectly fine. I don't hate it. Don't get me wrong. Don't, don't, don't take this as, David, you hate the movie. Do, I felt like it could have been so much better. I felt like they're, they, he was given an opportunity to make these characters grow, to give us some epic things that we needed from people like Luke. I mean we got we got a we had a cool scene about Leia, but we had all we had all this room for all this epicness. You know, Finn should have grew because when Finn was pulled away, when Ray and Finn are separated, they it gave both those characters an opportunity to grow as character to grow as characters. And Finn didn't grow at all. He reverted. Matter of fact, he took ten steps back instead of like five forward. He didn't grow at all. Ray grew too fast for as little training she's got. She grew way too fast. Poe had to learn through hard knocks, which is fine. That you know, some characters have to learn the hard way. I'm okay with that. But I feel like there's a lot of the, the stuff that happened in that story all could have been solved if people were just honest with each other. If Leia hiding very specific information from Poe didn't make sense. Holdo showing up and being like, I'm in charge! Didn't make sense. I, it just, Rose was was unnecessary character. I just, it was just, they are just so, the death of Snoke was, was, I want to, if, if Snoke was going to die, die, he should have died at least at, either at the end of this movie or in, in 9. 
He should have died at the end. No, he did die pretty much at the end of the movie. I take that back. <laughs> but I feel like there was no connection. What was he there for? He was useless. He was a useless character. He 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 brought Ben to the dark side. And I, here's my thing too. I'm sorry if my uncle was holding holding a lightsaber over me, and I woke up. I'd be like, "Hey, um, my man, can we can we talk about what's going on and talk it out? Not immediately fight. You know that that's what happened. He woke up, saw his uncle over him with a lightsaber, and he, his immediate thought is, "I'm gonna fight you." Because I'd have been like, "Hey, I'd be like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Somebody talk to me." If it's family, you just you don't just immediately like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna destroy the the they're building around me. I'm gonna kill all the people around us. I'm gonna destroy the Jedi Temple. I'm gonna and I'm gonna go to the dark side and just start killing people without even talking to your family members. That just doesn't that doesn't even make sense. And they're like, well, Snoke helped out. Where? Where's the proof? Where is it? It took Clone Wars, the TV series, to show the relationship between Anakin and Palpatine because it wasn't even clearly defined in the movies. So it just... I just... I just feel like if you're gonna gonna make claims of very specific relationships, you gotta show those established things. And my thing was, too, is like... I feel like it was too easy for, for, for Ben to just be like, Oh, he tried to kill me! And... That's it. I hate him. Family sucks. I'm going to kill everybody. I'm going to kill my daddy. I'm going to kill my mommy. I'm going to kill my uncle. I'm going to kill everybody because they hurt my feelings. Ugh. And why was he? I just I just feel like it was too easy for him to be just to go dark. And the explanation was flimsy as balls. Oh, he welcomed me with my lightsaber over him and that was it. That's all? That's all it took? You know, my family do stuff to me all the time. I don't automatically become a serial killer. It just, like, it just, I don't know. I feel like, you know, that could have been a moment for them, like, to work on a relationship. There needed something better. There needed to be a better reason. Like, maybe he should have been, like, more, he should have been more obsessed with Darth Vader. And then because of that, Snoke used that. I feel like, I don't know. I mean, because it's clear that he was obsessed with Vader, but we don't know why he was obsessed with Vader. That was a thing. And apparently in the new canon books... Uh, about Luke and Leia being Darth Vader's children was a secret. It was hidden by everybody. In the old canon books, everybody knew. But in the new canon, it was a secret. So, uh, for, I feel like Ben would have not, would have known. Why would you tell him? You know what I mean? If if the world didn't know, why'd you tell him? I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like it should have been like a discovery of him and then he would have been obsessed and then that should have pulled him more than anything. Not this flimsy, like, Jedi, you know, oh, we found the darkness in him. Every Jedi has darkness in him. That's the whole, but the, the point is to ignore the dark side and be the light. That, that was the whole point of Jedi. That everyone has, ugh, never mind. But you see why I have a problem with, like, they didn't really give us a good reason why Ben went evil. Him being mad at Luke, because Luke tried to kill him, is not isn't to me it's not and first of all to be fair he didn't actually he just stood there he didn't actually swipe at him or nothing it'd be one thing if he, if he like woke up and he swing you know he's doing a downward swing on him then he had to defend himself he woke up and his uncle's there and uh, and then and then it just a fight ensued no uh, no talk no explanation the fact that he was like that luke was like no wait wait means he was trying to explain something to him did he there was no like if your family talk it out if that's your uncle, find out why he's trying to, why he's holding a lightsaber. Like, is, is this a test? 
do do we are we am I in trouble? Did I do something wrong? What's what's wrong? Not just like, hey, you're trying to kill me, and then like lightsaber room. Oh, I don't know. I feel like it was just, and then Ray being good at everything bugged me. And there's nothing wrong with her being good at a bunch of stuff, but like if she's so good at everything, she never has to grow as a character. She really doesn't, because if that's all it takes, it just, it just I don't know. It just she didn't grow because she didn't need to. She was good at everything. I just. And we lost Admiral Akbar. <laughs> Admiral Akbar died. So, if, if we're going to walk away from this being bitter, it's because we lost Admiral Akbar. Alright? You know, no more, it's a trap! And we're, 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 we lost him. We lost him. So, I don't know. My thing is, and I, and I didn't really like get deep, deep into this with in, in my review on the YouTube because it just came out. I was just expressing feelings, not details. And I and I know you guys can argue with me because I like well David in the books. Well David in the books. Well if you read the new canon books in the books, all right, that's fine. But my thing is this: as a guy who's looking at it from a, from a movie perspective, from a movie, and the thing is, I, I do listen to the guy. I, I listen to a podcast. It's called Star Wars New Canon Book Club. It is ran by uh, Michael Davis, Alex Fossiani, and Jesse Cox. And they do a fantastic job talking about all the new canon stories. I'm not caught up yet, but I've been listening to all the stuff that they've been reading and and there and how the stuff is connected to the new movies and stuff like that. And so I'm getting my fill in because I'm not going to read all the books. I'm going to have them do it. And they do a good job explaining, you know, scene by scene. And they explain their issues about the books and stuff like that. And I agree with a lot what they say, and I sometimes I disagree. But they they give me a better perspective about what they're trying to do with this, the new canon stuff leading into episode seven, episode eight, and and also in leading into episode nine. So I um I appreciate their podcast. So if you guys want to like understand what all the new canon books are, literally go to that. It's called Star Wars New Canon Book Club with Michael Davis, Alex Fossiani, and Jesse Cox. So. I'm not saying, I don't, I'm not doing, I don't have all the facts, I'm not doing all the homework, but I am doing a little bit listening to that podcast and learning the stuff. But it doesn't change the fact, as a, as a moviegoer, from, you know, and I don't know all the Star Wars lore, I know enough. But for a guy who's from the outside looking at Star Wars, like, what are you guys trying to tell me? It pissed me off. Because, from a kid growing up watching Luke become, you know, take on Vader, and then him and his father together take down Palpatine, and then his dad's now good, and now Luke is, like, officially the the sole surviving Jedi at that moment. We were looking for a whole lot more to happen with him, and not only in Seven, but we got, not, we got nothing in Seven, and then Seven built up this whole legacy about Luke Skywalker being the answer to saving the universe, and then we get him an Eight, and he does nothing! So, I'm just... <laughs> I just, that bugs me. I just, it's all this built up story for, for Ryan Johnson to say, oh, he's useless. Ugh. And then this whole important story arc about who Ray is for him to write an eight. Oh, she's nobody. What? Now, it could be a lie. Kylo could have been lying to her in the, in the movie just to get her on his side. It's a possibility. But I, I hope that gets rectified in nine. So, it is a possibility that Kylo was just lying just to get to her. That's fine. But I, I, I wish the truth would come out about the whole thing, and I wish they, they would not do this backstory of, of Rey as being, oh, she just happened to be just somebody who, 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 is, who is the important uh, 
key to fixing the universe. It just happened to work out that way. Ugh. Whatever. That's episode one all over again. That's what that is. Like, who's this boy? I gave birth to him and nobody else. And that's your, your, we're not getting to that. We're not getting to episode one. But the point is, there's, there's gotta be something better. You gotta, they gotta do something better with that. And I felt like Ryan didn't, he didn't try to expound, he didn't try to help us live up, live up to the hype that we wanted. He didn't try to build on the legacy that existed. He just did what he wanted because he felt, he just, he felt he had to. He felt he had to do something different. That's, is, and, and which is why, while that's okay, he disrespected fans and didn't and didn't no character growth, flimsy story. It was just killing off characters just because. And I got a phone call coming up, so let me end this here. Tell me guys what you think. If you're mad at me because of this real honest review, let me know. But I will get back to you soon. Uh, once again, like I said, this is a relationship. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, this is the House of Darkness Jive Talk. My phone's going off. So I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.